What's up, everyone? I'm Jake, and I'm joined by a slew of home gym junkies for this group's second roundtable. So who do I've got? I've got Maddie, a.k.a. The Muscle Wizard. Eric. Oh, Eric Coach Carp. He's not here right now. Uh, he might join. <laughs> um, we got Keith, a.k.a. The No Wine Seller. Chip, Fig Jam Exerciser. Eric Eccles, underscore Basement Gym. And then Jason, man who parks in gym. Thank you guys for hopping on. Let's, uh, yeah, let's get straight to it. So we'll start off with the truer, the truer false segment, just like we did last time. So I'll, I'll make a statement and then you guys let me know if you think it's true or false. We'll tally up the results and uh, have a quick conversation about it. So uh, number one, true or false, I miss going to a commercial gym. All right, we've got one true, four false. Jason, why don't you tell us why you miss the commercial gym? Uh, I mean, I don't, so I don't miss everything about the commercial gym. Obviously, there are pros and cons of each, right? Just like I don't just love everything about having a, a home gym. But I do miss, I mean, if I'm you know, being 100% honest, I miss the, like, man, they had, like, machines that were always just set up and ready to go right i could just go from one to the next and whatever i didn't have to worry about stuff um i i miss having somebody else like pick up after me not my not re-racking my weights I mean, you know i don't know who does that but uh just you know <laughs> somebody you know, i don't have to i mean i have a, a a roomba now but i also have like a big pile of shit everywhere that i don't have, you know i wouldn't have to worry about that somewhere else i'm at the commercial gym and stuff um i do miss interacting with other humans, even if it's just something as, as like walking past them or something like that. Um, there's something about that. It's kind of like, like this, for example, we can do these zoom calls all day, but every single one of us is kind of excited about going to kind of a, the home gym contact thing, because there is something different about interacting with people and having, you know, face-to-face -face contact and things like that. Or like, like watching a football game on TV versus going to the game and high-fiving a stranger. It's kind of the same concept for me. Even the sounds, like when I first started my home gym, I bought a TV and it wasn't to watch TV or anything like that. It was because I would turn on uh, Jay Cutler TV and his old stuff was just him lifting weights in a gym and that sound of like the, the, the iron and, and somebody else, other people talking, things that you would normally like pre COVID, I would have just, you know, worn headphones and tried to drown out. Um, I now like seek that sometimes in my, in my space. So that for those reasons, um, I do miss that aspect and my, my gym bros and things like that. I, I do miss that aspect of, of the commercial gym. So that's all I'm going to say about that. It does make sense. Would you obviously, obviously what you're doing with your life right now, you would say the pros outweigh the cons. Oh yeah. Otherwise I'd be in, I mean, well, you know, there's another thing too. When I was at the commercial gym, that was a pretty nice one, right? It cost me like 79 bucks a month. This thing cost me like thousands of dollars just to <laughs> keep up with the FOMO and all the other shit. It's your fault though. You know, like, so there's that aspect. But no, yeah, yeah. Ultimately, I prefer this altogether, but I don't hate the commercial gym. So I do miss a lot of aspects of it that I can't get it. I can't buy enough specialty bars to make up for the things that I don't get from the commercial gym. I know Keith was like confused by that. He's like, I have 27 barbells now and every one of them. Yeah. <laughs> there's coach i'm here right. can you hear me hey sounds good Welcome let's party let's put you on the spot true or false you miss your commercial gym oh false definitely and why would you say that 
Uh, we had a YMCA for years that we went to. My wife and I, when we first got married, and it closed down. And then around here, there's uh, some gold gyms and uh, what, like uh, Anytime Fitness and stuff like that popped up. But you always had to wait for equipment, and the equipment was low quality. Barbells, I think for the most part, all they had was the hex bolt bars, uh, barbells, mostly cardio equipment. And I'm more into powerlifting and uh, power building type training. So a lot of bars, plates, dumbbells, stuff like that. I don't miss it at all. There was a few things like me and Keith were talking the other day about the, um, some of the machines that, you know, like the uh, assisted dip machine and stuff like that, or the uh, hammer strength rows. But besides that, I mean, most of that stuff I can simulate at home. So I don't miss it at all. Got it. Anybody else have anything to say on the topic? I was going to say the only thing that I would really miss is just when I went three o'clock in the morning, like I was the only one there. I could line everything up. I could superset everything, just jump from machine to machine to machine, and I could knock everything out. But still, going at 3 o'clock in the morning sucks. Yeah. <laughs> I could just stay at home and be by myself. Unlike Jason, I like being by myself. I don't want people around. I want it just me. I spend a lot of time by myself, though. You know, and I work at home alone, and you know what I mean? So, but I do like people, so... I suppose you probably really miss a commercial gym because they probably have racks there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, my nice. gym was, I mean, I, I went to a shitty gym. Shit that, burn, I, man. But I did, have a, I did have a nice gym. I was going to say, the biggest convenience for me, just like what I don't miss about the commercial gym, is just the commute. I mean, even back when I was going, it was, you know, 10 minutes to get to the Y, 10 minutes home, but it was five to seven minutes to get inside from the parking lot, you know, get to the treadmill to warm up. And, you know, so you're talking about half an hour minimum, you know, added to the whole experience. Um, and I was one of those guys that, you know, if my, I remember my iPod would die, like the battery would die on me. I would just leave my earphones in so that no one else would talk to me. Cause I didn't really want to meet people at yep. the gym. Like, well, I don't want to meet real people when I have my internet friends here. Yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you something I don't miss about the commercial gym is that old naked dudes in the fucking <laughs> every single gym I've ever been to. Popsicles. I was going to make it a pact with like other guys in my generation to end that. Like this ends with us. Cause I think you age into that, right? When you're silver, when you just have like a bird and a silver. <laughs> I guess, you, well, it's like your right to just stand around and talk to each other without a towel or anything on. But every gym in America that's happening right now. I don't, I don't miss commercial gyms, man. I'm, I'm a hobbit. I, <laughs> I like having the gym to myself. I have friends that'll come over like one day a week, but that's about it. I, I work out alone. I, I can just get my workout done, work it around my schedule. The only thing I could possibly miss right now about a commercial gym is like now that I'm released to start lower body training after my hamstring tear it'd be nice to have some of the extra machines because I can't like go straight back to powerlifting. But aside from that, I got kicked out. I've gotten kicked out of gyms for deadlifting and stuff. And like, I had a dude try to fight me one time in the gym for deadlifting. I, I don't have time or the energy for any of that BS. I, 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 I uh, same thing with like the headphones back when I used to have to go, if mine died, kept them in. I didn't want to talk to anybody. I, I have my like lifter friends online and stuff I talk to. It's very rare that I would ever meet anybody in person that I actually 
would connect with because I was going to like LA fitness. So it's not like people that are like really into the same kind of lifting that I am. So I don't really miss anything about it. I've got everything here I need and machines were never really something I was majorly into. Got it. All right, let's move on to number two. So true or false, my gym costs more than my vehicle. All right, we've got one, two, three, false. Eric, I don't know. We'll just go three false and three trues. Mr. Wine Cellar, how about you start us off here? And I, yeah, I, I should, could. yeah, I should say we did this. We uh, stole this uh, <laughs> question from Keith. Did it on the Sunday, the most recent Sunday survey, and twenty eight percent said that their uh, gym costs more than their vehicle. All right, Keith, start us off. Yeah, I definitely. Uh, I think my. I look at my gym as like well, the replacement value would be what I would have to spend to buy something off a shelf and have it delivered to my house. It's like 40K plus easy. Whereas I've been driving a, the same 2007 Toyota for over 10 years. So, you know, my car's worth three grand and my gym's worth 40. So that's, it's, uh, you know, my wife has a $20,000 SUV. So even if you add both of our cars together, there's still, it's, you know, I, I, you know, I much rather have something to come home to that I'm enjoying than drive something home is a little bit nicer. But yeah, I did. I did. Uh, I was stealing massonomics is overrated, underrated, and then some of your uh, poll ideas. So I was like, I hope no one gets pissed off from stealing all these polls. I was just trying to, you know, give uh, my uh, follower something to re- react to over the weekend. So that was uh, kind of fun. Yeah, some good questions. Eric, why did you go with half and half? Well, like Keith was saying, the, uh, the value of my car versus what I've actually paid, it may be about equal, uh, right, less, because I did a lot of flipping in the last couple of years. So I started out with Titan setup. Actually, I started with just a bench and a 300-pound set of weights and used that for about two years. And then I got a Titan rack and then COVID hit. And that suddenly that Titan rack was a lot more valuable than it was a couple of years before that. So that kind of started the snowball and into the rogue, basically mostly rogue setup that I have now. Uh, I have some other stuff like Stray Dog and stuff like that. But if I would have bought it outright, it would be, it would be more than my car for sure. Because my car is probably worth about eight to 10000 And I've, you know, I'm in sales, so I drive a lot. So it's a car that I drive. I've been driving it for years. But my wife, well, I park in this side. My wife parks in the other side. So hers is the nicer car. And then I have the gym side of pretty much you know, that value. But if I had paid, bought it outright, it probably definitely would be more than my vehicle. But since I've done a lot of flipping and buy one thing for a low price and sell for a higher price, I guess it actually purchase price would be, but what I've actually put into it myself, most of that was profits from flipping. So I would say, I would say no in that sense. So it could go either way depending on how you look at it. Being in sales, I assume that you sell, uh, that you sell Mars bars for a living because <laughs> you've sold like three. I've sold three. That's uh, three of the flips. I actually, I still got, I got one. I finally found the one, one with the, uh, with the leather pad. I was looking for the leather pad one, but you couldn't ever find them. Uh, so all the ones that came out the last couple of years were the ones with the molded pad, which I had that I've used it. There's nothing wrong with it, but I just preferred the feel of the leather pad. Um, for, to me, it's a little bit more comfortable. Um, and I just like the look of it better. There's just some cool ones circling around with the red, white, and blue. I think some of you guys have seen those yeah, the seen original those. specialty pads that were like at the Arnold and things like that. But, yeah, uh, buy, buy low, sell high, and then you can get some nicer equipment. <laughs> I, uh, I've been driving my Honda Civic since my son was born seven years ago. I paid $1,200 for it. And even with, I'm working on a, uh, I'm working on a, like a, you know, the old painted vans people used to do in the 70s and 80s. 
I'm working on a wizard van. That's oh, nice. my next, oh, nice. next vehicle because I'm entering that phase of my life. Uh, <laughs> so, I mean, I, my, my work is like two minutes away. So like, I'm a very, I'm not a materialistic person in general and I, I'm not a car guy at all. As long as it gets me where I need to go, that's all I care about. So like, even if you count the costs that I'm putting into the van, my, the amount of money I put in my gym is way more significantly like way more. I mean, even with like the deals that I've gotten and stuff, like I've still put way more into the gym. It, I, I just couldn't care less as long as I can get around. So I'd rather have like all my cool, like this is the stuff I like, you know, like if I cared about cars or liked cars, maybe I would, but I don't. So like, this is the expensive stuff that I do do enjoy. So Hey, that wizard van's on brand though, man. That's, get make it purple and put some stuff yeah. on there. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I get yeah. that's that's the dream. I, I uh just I don't know, it's just very me. And uh I, I just thought it'd be a fun project and I'll be thirty four tomorrow and I'm starting to slowly creep towards forty and I'm like, Well, I'm just gonna be that, you know, forty year old D and D dude that drives around in the creepy painted wizard van. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's like for me. My gym probably costs like one or two thousand less than I paid for my car, but I mean it's worth more than my car now. A couple months ago, we had a really bad hailstorm. I got sixty four hundred bucks for hail damage. I'm not fixing the car through that. <laughs> I just threw that right in the bank because I can buy more stuff. Then. Hell yeah! Still runs. But, yeah, yeah, I would have done well, the same thing. <laughs> it still doesn't even have sixty thousand miles on it. So why would I yeah. junk it? It runs just fine. Yeah, I have done the same thing. That would knock your forty thousand uh, dollar shed gym down to thirty uh, four, right? There you go. There it is. Put, yeah. put it right towards that. There get, you go. Get chipping away. Well, yeah, get a couple more storms. That's, that's kind of what it was there for. But <laughs> forty grand is a little, a little much that I want to spend right now. Maybe next Good. year it'll be a little cheaper. If you're in Tennessee, you could park it home, park it outside tonight. We got sixty mile an hour winds and hail hailstorm tonight. So, cash in. Yeah. Oof. All right, let's go to number three. So true or false, specialty bars are overrated. Oh, this is kind of lame. Everybody votes false. Because <laughs> it's a fact. Yeah, someone, someone tell me what they would say to somebody who, who says that all you need is a straight bar. Do you want to lift? Do you want to lift long term is my big thing, you know? you want to lift long term, you're, you are realistically, as you age, it's going to be harder and harder for you to lift with just a straight barbell. Even if you don't accumulate injuries through lifting, just even as you age, you're naturally going to have issues with your body. It's just going to be harder and harder to maintain positioning, even like, you know, holding, like for me at this point, like, I mean, I've had injuries and stuff through, through, through jujitsu and stuff, but like, even holding like a low bar position uh, with a straight bar is nearly impossible at this point, you know? So my answer is very simply like, do you want to lift more than just like when you're young? Do you want to keep lifting into your forties and your fifties? The easiest way to do that is by having more specialty bars that can work around issues that are going to come up with your body. Or help mitigate those issues from even happening. It, just to alleviate that stress long term. Absolutely. Yep. Absolutely. I just think it comes down to your training style and what type of lifting you want to do. You know, some people don't need barbells at all, and that's totally fine for those people. Um, for me, 
I like specialty bars because it helps it helps keep me interested in, in lifting weights in whatever capacity that is. I mean, I just like having the different bars to do different things. It's like I, I kind of get bored ADD a little bit, so I like to switch it up, grab a different bar, try a different movement. You know, every different bar makes it feel a little different, so it's just change it up a little bit every now and then. I'll jump on that too. Like Keith was just kind of joking about being a Mars bar salesman, but I'll tell you the two guys that came to get those other two Mars bars, they were like, man, I was totally into straight bar. I never thought I needed another bar. I got me a good power bar and all that. He's like, and then until I thought I needed it. So when you know you need it, you, you know, you kind of know when you do need it. One guy drove like 10 hours from Ohio to get it. And I wasn't like gouging him. I sold it for cheaper than what he could probably go buy it for, but I made some money on it as well. And then the other guy was here local. And he's like, yeah, man, I'm just having trouble with my shoulders and it's affecting all my other lifts. So he's like, I've tried everything and the duffel is not working for me. So I want to try this. And he's like, I don't want to stop squatting. So I'm going to do, I want to try this. So, you know, I made a hundred dollars off of it and sold it to that guy. And then he, he got it for two hours and then he, then he could go buy it for. So they, they're like, man, I was all into powerlifting, but now that I feel like I need it, I don't care how much it costs. And so those guys were able to, come get it. And then one drove a lot, almost, you know, three States to pick it up. Yeah. That's nuts. All right. If we don't have anything else, let's move on to, we have three additional topics that we'll just have a general discussion on. And, uh, if you, if you want to be the first one to answer, just, just chime in. But <laughs> did you guys think of any products that need to be invented? Of multiple products that need to be invented, but I can't disclose any of them on this podcast because obviously Pat's not filed yet. He's working with a cow. I know a couple of guys like that. I know a couple of guys like that that are uh, like, uh, is it Danny? I think his name is Darko. He he's coming out with stuff. David. Like he's David. Yeah. Excuse me. He's going to watch us and hate me. <laughs> Look, man, I, I've 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 been hitting the head a bunch over the years. I forget. I, I remember Instagram names. So, um, <laughs> but he like he's been sending me you know stuff he's working on that he hasn't released yet. And like I know a couple guys like that that are like, yeah, I've got ideas, but like I don't want to say anything until I come up with it. I wish that I had some of those ideas, you know, because like I would do the same thing because like we we all know enough or know people you can go to to get manufacturing or whatever. But I just honestly. There's nothing that sticks out in my mind because I either monkey with stuff myself and come up with a solution or the things that come to mind for me are like, I think there is a lot that can be, that is going to be done and can be done in the 3D printing world. I've already done a good amount. Like I've got custom, uh, I made custom stuff for my uh, J cups with like high density rubber and, and that's great. But while I have seen at least one uh, one guy who's making stuff with 3D printed parts. I, I don't think it's a great idea for most parts because it's it's not going to hold up. But I would like, I, I think eventually we're going to get better materials. Eventually we're going to get like in, in homes, we're going to get 3D printers that are more than just like plastic and rubber and stuff. Like I know there are systems like in commercial uh, that, that have capabilities for metal and stuff like that. I don't know what we'll get, but I know we'll get more capabilities. I think that's going to 
create a lot of opportunities in, in the fitness community in general, whether that's DIY or just more companies starting to use that. I, I wish I could come up with some stuff myself so I could, you know, make a few bucks for myself, but I got nothing outside of that. So my answer shows that I'm just a bougie power lifter. I would love for a company to figure out a way to make a 27 millimeter stainless steel deadlift bar. Probably not possible since stainless steel is like more, you know, it had a, a higher static load ability than, uh, you know, other bars or other finishes, other types of metal. But, you know, it, it was all a make-believe question. So like if I had a perfect world, even if it's a stainless steel coating or something, I I, I just want a, a deadlift bar that's not going to look like shit, uh, you know, by the the jack using it. Uh, I'm not, I don't, I don't, want, I don't want a bare steel bar and Kabuki can't figure out fucking nickel anymore. So I don't really have, you know, it, it kind of is what it is. Like I'm, I'm holding out for a, for a black oxide Kabuki bar, but I don't really love the black oxide finish, but I don't want bare steel or Cerakote. That's what I was going to say. You can't get nickel. So, you know, you can't if your man who parks in the gym and like, you know, orders one two years ago and finally gets the replacement one. But, you know, he's the only one. Well, that was a lot of work. <laughs> yeah, that Kabuki nickel, man. It's, it is nice. I mean, I hope they get that shit figured out. Um, I don't know. Wait, but it is nice. Yeah. I mean, I'm, <clears throat> I'm kind of with Chip, man. I, I don't know. I, I, um, after our last podcast, I actually had a couple of people, it was pretty cool, uh, had reached out to me. Um, a lot of it was kind of like, um, hey, man, I saw your fucking tirade on. <laughs> Which one? In there. I've gone through that exact same thing as you. And I just, you know, I, I, I relate to that story in that way. And I just want you to know that you can reach out to me if you have, you know, and give me some kind of advice. And so like, like one of the people that I had, had kind of a back and forth conversation with was um, Steve Cleva. And he basically said, if you come up with an idea and you want to run with it, don't say a fucking word. He didn't, I, I added that because that's just how I talk. He just said, don't say <laughs> your best, make them sign an NDA before you tell anybody anything. So I'm going to take his advice on that, but I'm going to give you one Titan, whoever, we need a rack-mounted fucking back scratcher. You know how often I'm like, leaning? dude, yes. <laughs> yeah. Get 3D printed. Yeah, yeah, just like fingers that mm -hmm. I get that spot on. I'm going to work on that in the next few weeks. I'm going to do that just for you. I'm going to totally make one. <laughs> Does anyone have like the the $200 hypervolt uh, thing you hook up to your uh, barbell and it actually like allows it to it's like a, just an articulating arm, I think. I know I know Efren has one, but if you you go to like hypervolt, they sell Ad an Matt, attachment. Yeah. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the AdMat. You're yeah. right. Yeah. It's like, I, it's like 200 bucks though, isn't it? I yeah, have not cheap. I don't have that one. I have like the, it was like, it's like, I want to call it monkey mount, but I think that's the name of like those monkey feet or something. Monkey it's, feet. I, yeah. 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 For the leg extension, leg curl. Are those camera holders? Yeah. It's a rat, rat put your hypervolt on and I never use it. It's actually sitting in the box over there. Like I could probably do like a full product review if you guys would like. Sure. <laughs> I don't have a rack to yeah, God damn it, you beat me. I was going to say, you, you, you can't show us your rack, but yeah. All right, well, I mean, we didn't, I think Keith had the best answer there with the, with the uh, stainless steel deadlift bar, but that just kind of shows you how hard it really is to think of new products. Whenever somebody does come out with something, even if it's like, you know, a DIY person, 
I mean, props to them because it's, it's definitely not easy. All right. Well, let's move on to number two for the additional topics. And that would be, what's a product you'd like to add to your home gym by the end of the year? I can go first on that one. So the, the one that I've been, so I actually already ordered it, but I'm waiting for the goat from Stray Dog. So hopefully that can solve some of my missing all the leg work and saw him try to rig it up for seed raises. Hopefully that kind of works out. So that would be my one pick. And if other than that, uh, if Kyle gets his uh, little lever arm joint figured out for my Titan arms, I'd like to grab that too. Can you explain what the goat is in under a minute? <laughs> uh, Tom Brady. Well, it's really Ed Cohn, but, but, but the, the, the stray dog goat. Well, I think uh, Carp should tackle that one since he's a stray dog salesman as well. <laughs> I just use that cart that cart locker code, man. Uh, <laughs> it's a it's like a twenty four inch lever arm. Mostly oh, I've seen utilized, Kurt use that. Yeah, mostly utilized for things like um, like he was saying calf raises, but I use it for leg extensions, leg curls. Okay, and yeah, then you can, know, you can okay. straighten it out and use it as a step up plate or however you want to do it. Um, but that's the main thing. I mean, I've seen people do it, you know, get two of them to do short, short lever arms, but I mainly use it for leg extension, leg curls. I thought about getting the Titan rack mounted, but I just didn't trust it, man. Honestly, I was like, I, don't, uh, I know the seated one is okay, but uh, the rack mounted, I just couldn't do it. So the Stray Dog came out with that, and I've seen the isolator thing. That just seemed too complicated to me. So Stray Dog is pretty much just a uh, three-by-three post and – with a uh, bracket, that's a really nice bracket. The bracket works well and it's really smooth. So, if you guys never tried it, I think Eric, I think you'll like it. But you'd have to let me know. But um, it works good for me, and especially if you have an adjustable bench. If you have an adjustable bench, you can set it at 15 degrees. And if you have leg rollers, like I know Chip has leg rollers, some of the guys have leg rollers. You can put them on the post and then set up your adjustable bench and sit just like it's pretty similar to a machine, except you you know love the free weights. Yeah, I or you can do bands if you wanted, I guess. But I don't do bands with with the with the goat. I ordered two of the Alpha leg rollers with it. So those are nice leg rollers. Yeah, the only oh. reason I uh, went with that one when Pentagraph uh, had his little giveaway like a month or so ago, I won that. So well, I got the money now, or some it's a tiny little portion of it. But I'm like, well, might as well go spend some money now. Are you are you three by three or? Two by three? What's, what kind of rack is yours? No, I'm a Eric. two by three, but I've got plenty of adapters. So Okay, I was going to say, because it has on the back of it, it has a five-eighths pin that you can do. Yep. But the only thing is it would rub against the rack. You'd have to put something between there yeah, or whatever. I've, I've got some adapters. Well, I, all that stuff arrives scratching then anyway, right? So Right, right. It's already, yeah, it's going to scratch anyway. It's ready to go. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> right. It's cheaper that way. I think you'll like it, though, man. It's, it's pretty cool. I, I mean – it's something I wish I invented like that or like the Darko thing. I've got that coming too. Uh, yeah, but it's like, it, it's like if, if you need that, you know, like you see my, it's just sitting there. It's in the way. Like it doesn't really fit on the, on the gun rack properly. So I'm like, when the Darko came out with that, I was like, man, that's, that's a no brainer for me. So I got one. The, uh, I already get some out. The anchor. The anchor. Yeah. The anchor. Yeah. 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 I'm waiting for that too. Yeah. It's a good idea for sure. Uh, next for me, I'm going to, I, I want to get some, uh, different adjustable dumbbells. Like I've got like Olympic sleeve ones, but I want to get, um, the ones I was eyeing, uh, are, uh, bolt fitness is a bolt fitness. I think 
They, uh, they have ones called the Octobel because they come in different colors and the pricing is really, really good compared to like the new Obel. And it's, it looks like it's pretty much the same thing. And aesthetically, because if we're all being realistic, we all care a little bit about aesthetics or gym. They're, <laughs> they're kind of D20 shaped. So I'm going to paint them to look like dice uh, when I get them. So those are, those are getting ordered shortly. Um, so that's, that's the next thing I've got on my list of stuff to buy is I want to get a, uh, one of theirs. I think, I think, uh, they've got like sets of 80 or something like that. That is what I have saved in the cart right now. I'm pretty yes. sure I'm done spending money for the year. Uh, I just got the RM3 that I've been in my, uh, wish list for years. Got a burnt orange RM3 that I bolted to the ground. And then, uh, like two days later, I got a freaking Kabuki power bar that shipped in like two days. And I got a, a a marked pair of York deep dishes. So I had like three bucket list items I got in a matter of like a week. And it cost me like three grand. So I'm actually, it was like four grand. So I'm done spending money for a while. But the what only other thing on my wish. Yep. What if your wife spends the money? Yeah, she did end up buying. Yeah. So the Christmas the, the, the is Kabuki, coming. The Kabuki power bar actually was my Christmas present. So I don't have Christmas anymore. Oh. Uh, okay. But it, the only other thing I'd be willing to buy this calendar year would be a Kabuki deadlift bar if it was in stock and in the right finish i wanted but that's like a you know not gonna happen i'm sure what finish do you want it well i mean ideally nickel but a black oxide <laughs> at least pops up every now and then so i would settle for black oxide because it's gonna you know it would work though I, I don't i don't love the black oxide on the power bar because it's it's where i bench there's not a lot there's a light kind of there's not a light directly overhead so like trying to see where the neural stops and then like it just goes to bare metal to like set up my thumbs i have to really like it, it, it's stupid but i literally spend like an extra two seconds to do it versus the stainless steel like just bright you know stainless bar so like that like little stupid thing just like that and then the sleeves are you know they're the sleeves aren't nickel i think they're like a like a black I don't know, a black chrome or something. I don't know. But they're, the fact that the bar doesn't look uniformed all the way across kind of bugs the shit out of me. That's why I always like, I never like the idea of a stainless steel Ohio power bar with chrome sleeves. It just doesn't look uniform. So the Kabuki black oxide bar, the, the shaft looks great, but then it's got like shiny in, uh, uh, sleeves that are already, you know, wearing down. So I don't love that for a fucking $700 bar. You know, it's not, it's not, it's not perfect. But it's funny though when you're talking about kabuki and you're talking about like the the high notes and you're like it shipped in three days like nowhere else in the world would that be even a consideration where you talk where it's something that you would mention you know like it shipped fast like i didn't have to wait 18 months to get the barbell and we're all every one of us that have ever ordered from kabuki is like oh yeah three days that's great <laughs> man for me i think it's obvious right by the end of the year i would like to have replaced my rack that i bought or that i sold and uh the weight stacks or whatever whatever i do with still haven't quite landed on what i'm going to replace it with but it's kind of a not really a whim i just man i've been like regretting this decision not reg but i not regret but everything that i have done in like the last three years has been in some way shape or form comes back to i should have just bought a fucking monster right so it's the four <laughs> and whatever and so i finally just got to the point where i was like you know what man? fuck it i'm just gonna put it up I'll list it for sale and I'll, I'll put at a price that like, if I don't sell it for this, I just won't do it and whatever. And it sold yesterday, no, Monday, it sold Monday. And um, so now I'm just like, uh, 
now that I, it's like a little bit more real, I'm having a harder time just because I had everything in the cart. Like I've been going and like building racks and I'm like, well, maybe I just add like this or do this or whatever. And now that it's kind of real, I'm like, maybe I should wait just a little bit and kind of think through this. If I do some real self-reflection, like I don't really need a six post monster rat. I'm not a power. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. <laughs> what if I you're like, going to park in there, you might. That uh, prime rack's going to cost you like five times more though, isn't it? What's that? Isn't the prime rack going to cost you like two or three times more than what a, a RM6 would have? Um, not By the time you, you outfit it with all your attachments? Not when you start throwing in like slingers and stuff and you still have the same limitations with, with like the, the slingers they're great for like high and low pulleys that's what they're made for right but when you try to squeeze anything else out of it you, you find the limitations real real quick and then you know that's whenever all this rigging comes in right i don't want to do that anymore like not with yeah. you know, what i use that rack what i like the most i mean i probably i i i'll bench on chest day i'll squat on leg day right but my my cables and stuff like the weight stacks, I use those every single workout, every single day. You know what I mean? So I'm like, why would why do I why am I thinking I need to prioritize a six post gigantic rack? I already have a pretty limited space because I've got it filled with so much other shit, right? But I, I'm I'm kind of having these moments where I'm like, maybe I should reevaluate my priorities and get something that is going to be a little more lasting for the style of workout that I do, longevity. You know, I'm never gonna I'm never going to need. A, a, a six post rack for the bullshit weight that I put up. You know what I mean? Like, I, I just don't, I don't need that. Um, and so I'm, I'm kind of having this come to Jesus moment with it. And yeah, the prime, when you put it all in the cart, they're actually not that far apart. Um, but, but prime does charge a, a premium for uh, shipping that I think we get, um, we get spoiled. I know a lot of people like in your home gym community think that that rogue just rapes people on shipping, but if you've ever shipped one of their products yourself, that you're at you're actually getting a pretty good price you know what i mean um but i am having a really hard time with this idea it's like the like i said earlier like the fomo thing i'm like what you know i'm I'm used to the rack i know what the limitations are i know how i can deal with those whatever i don't know that much about the prime i know that with rogue whenever i go to like resell it i will be able to sell it you know what i mean like i i, I may not get as much you know as much as I paid for it or whatever, you know, I'm probably going to lose my ass on it regardless, but at least I know that I'm going to get traffic on my ad. You know what I mean? With prime. I don't know if anybody's ever even heard of that where I am, you know what I mean? But I trust that it's going to be a nice rack if that's the one I go with. And I think prioritizing the, the cable stacks and the, and the feel of the cable system and stuff is probably going to be the better option for me in, in what I do. Plus it will get, it'll open up like half of my, um, my platform so I can do, deadlifts over here now instead of setting up that bullshit in the middle of my garage where you know i have to try to keep it from rolling away and all that stuff so it'll be nice well i mean we're only like a month and a half away from black friday i mean something might i was thinking the same thing yeah i don't think i don't think they do that necessarily i mean i don't know no but if you're not 100 percent sure on prime you know rep or rogue might have something and that might sway up nah nah i'm not i'm i'm kind of taking i mean i know this is a weird thing to say, but I'm taking a lot of that out of my, my decision-making. I'm really not trying to be steered by cost. So I mean, if it's, if it's, I mean, obviously I'm not going to spend like 10 grand and whenever I could get something comparable for four or something like that, you know what I mean? But like, 
I'm really trying to think of this in terms of like, I'm not fucking doing this again. This is like my third rack, man. You know what I mean? Like I had the wall mounted one. And because I had so much monster light shit, I was like, I'm not spinning. I'm not, I'm not doing it. I'm just going to get the monster light. I'm going to be happy. And I haven't been, you know what I mean? So this is like an investment in my peace of mind and my sleep. And like, you know, that one's got the three by threes. It's got one inch holes on four, you know, it's all four way now. Um, so I trust that like any, any of the attachments and stuff that I would, and I don't even use the, a lot of them, most of the shit that I use is like DIY stuff that I've come up with because there's really not something that serves the particular purpose that I'm trying to. And so I can continue to do that stuff with this and I'll have more options available to me with, with that rack than what I would with the monster light. So I think it, it might be a win altogether, but, but again, I don't, I'm probably, I mean, I sent them an email yesterday to ask them if they would do a custom clear or just a raw steel altogether. Um, but he sent me back, I guess they have like, they have like a thousand colors you can choose from, um, but none of them are clear. So we'll see how that, how like just doing like a black one or something like that goes. But I, I have, I, I, before I sold my other one, I took off all the knobs and stuff like that that I had bought because I was planning on probably using them somewhere else anyway. And so I have a lot of that stuff already, assuming that the thread counts the same and everything. If not, I, I know where to get it and all that stuff. So um, that, that is a plan. I, I, I'm not going to have that. And that's also kind of a benefit without the monster light. I was pretty well stuck with that bright fucking orange. And I know that probably offends you, but for me, it was like, just looks like all I see out here is just fucking orange everywhere. But. Oh, for the uh, for the for the push pins, you mean? Yeah, hitch pins. Yeah, yeah, those look fucking ugly. They are, and I, I, the, like, the red's the worst, though. I think. I used to think someone should fucking make these, and like you can get your own whatever color you want. You know what I mean? Like then, Chip can have his bright ass green, and you can have orange and whatever. You know what I mean? Like people would probably pay for that, but oh, absolutely. So you're really leaning prime, then? That's what you I mean. You don't really. You're kind of still up in the air, but you're thinking prime mostly. That's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking right now. Because um, I was just gonna, I was just gonna mention. Have you seen Jason from Surplus? His he actually has a road rack in his facility, or his home gym, I guess it is. But it's the it's a four post. At one time he had a six post. It's a four post, but he has the rhino in the middle, and he does most of his stuff off the rhino, and then he can bench or squat off the front of it, like a kind of like a half a four post half rack, or because he's got yeah. the rhino in the middle. I don't know if that's anything that you. I, I like the rhino, and I tried to figure out a way to make the rhino. Fit, like fit my space and squeeze that into it because I was like, maybe I'll just buy like a rhino and two 30 inch racks and two stacks and you know whatever but like I started I, I like I like the, the I like a weight stack for like my 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 lap pull downs and rows and stuff I like to just switch the weight you know what I mean like I like to do drop sets and things like that okay. I had I had like a plate loaded, a couple of different styles of, of plate loaded. And it's just, it's a compromise. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's what it comes down to. And I'm not willing to sell my rack and all my shit and whatever and redo all of it for, I'm mean, really all I would be gaining would be the uh, Rhino and, um, and compromising on that in my opinion, you know what I mean? So not really. Yeah. I did talk to him about a rack um, and he gave me a really great price on a rack, but whenever I, when I calculate his rack and then I go to rogue for all the rest of my stuff, it's where it's really hard because um, it then takes me out of that, that price point where you get like the free shipping on, on some of the stuff. And so then it starts really all the other accessories that I would have had to add sort of kind of adding up. And it was like, if it was just a little bit and if I was really dead set on 
having like a six post rack and all that stuff, I would probably still go that route. But uh, but the soul searching that I've done and and feeling like I really do value the cable system probably more than being able to bench inside of a rack. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm 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 fine. I was good with the the two posts. The only reason why like we had the wall mount thing. The only reason why I replaced that was because I want I had the weights. I wanted to get the weight stack. And I wanted, and so at first I had like a four post with the weight stack inside of it. And then I wanted a second stack and I was like, well, I'm just going to add while I'm doing that, I'll just add the extra two uh, posts or whatever and put them inside there and make this like functional trainer type setup, which now I think they call that the Athena. Right. But, um, and it was cool. It worked out. It worked great for me, but, um, but I wanted to do something different. And, and now I'm just, I think, I think that the reality is that, that will probably be better for me long-term. Even, I mean, I'm 42, man, you know, for another 10, 15, I'm, you know, I'm basically, I'm like a couple of years away from being that guy on one of the, those things that, you know, it looks like how am I going to fit that kind of stuff in the gym? I know Jake's mad because we keep going off on side tantrums, but does, does everyone else get seller's remorse selling the most random shit that they really didn't need or want, but it's just something you had for a few years and you just get seller's remorse and you're like, fuck, I really wanted to keep that, but you know, I didn't have room for it or I didn't really need it. But I, I feel like I get that almost on like every sell. I just get a little bit of seller's remorse for, for, for no reason. It's just, it's just a thing. Oh yeah. Oh, absolutely. Oh, I mean, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah, no, even if I know it's something 100% like, no, I never use this. I think it's just like, I think for me, it comes down to the whole thing like this is like a hobby in itself and like being like a gearhead for, for, for like lifting stuff. I'm like, I feel almost like a pack rat with it. I'm like, I don't need this at all. I never use this equipment. I bought it when I did because I thought it was neat or whatever and I thought I might use it. And now I never use it. So I go to sell it, but I'm like, Oh, but what if, but what yeah. if, I don't know, what if in three months I decide I'm, I want to do a couple, I want to do a, a, a mesocycle <laughs> with, with, with that thing, you know, I get the same thing, dude. Yeah. Yeah. I did that with the Cadillac bar. I got buyer's remorse. So <laughs> <laughs> well, that wasn't it. the question. And then I bought it, bought, bought it again, like rebought it. Cause I was like, yeah, fuck it, man. So. The exact same one or one of the different iterations. Um, so it, it happened to be a different iteration, but I didn't know that they didn't like advertise that, you know? So the first one I had was the one with like the, where the sleeves are bolted with the bolts all the way through and they just look like hardware specials or whatever. Uh, And the little X, the X thing in the middle was like in center of the, of the frame. And then the one that I replaced it with had the, uh, the, bolts that are a little bit more cleaner, you know, the, I can't, what that chamfer or whatever that I can't think of what that is but you know they're like a cone uh and then the x is like it's on the edge of the frame i guess so that like if you rest it against your power lifter belly or whatever it, it feels a little more comfortable but um but yeah not and i've been happy with it i don't know why i got so remorseful the first time i was like this is this was dumb you know i'm just going to sell it while i can you know it was still it wasn't quite covid but it was covid enough you know what i mean where you could like rent it for a few bucks and uh and right out it, yeah it went it went um, but I did like later I just I got again I was like I, I don't know why I think I was mad because like at first I was like I really don't like the handles on the outside are too wide and so I feel like I'm getting ripped off because I, I really only like this one set of handles you know I'm like, I only use two 
I, I think I only use close grip and mid grip. I don't think I've, yeah. if I use wide grip, it's like literally I have to knock it down like seven, you know, like 30% to still get a, you know, it's, it's, it's hard as shit when it's out there. Yeah. It hurts. Yeah. It's, and it's like, it made the, like to me, it was like, it made the, um, the rogue make sense. Right. Because I was like, well, that's really cool. Cause you know, Chris Duffin, I assume, is probably bigger than I am. Um, and so if he's the one that's saying where these need to be, and this is the best for your shoulders and all that stuff, like how does he know my shoulders are the same as his and all that stuff. So with the Rogue, I thought that's a pretty good idea. You can you can set the angle for what feels good for you. Um, but I've, I've heard enough about that thing to where um, I don't feel like I've missed out on, on that. It is a great idea in concept. Yeah. They just, it's it just seems like they dropped the ball on the, on production so far it's an I, awesome idea i agree with you completely yeah yeah like if they would have just taken the kabuki and made it that you know what i mean like because it's the yeah. i think payment stuff that keeps it a little more more stable than the actual i mean the shape is one thing but you know if you've used any of the others they, they can feel the the minute differences or whatever but hey if you want to build your own i can give you 17 shipping labels and four packs of kabuki bolts if you need them yeah, <laughs> you're pretty handy with you're pretty handy maybe you can make your own kabuki ball shipping labels that's probably you know what i bet all those people waiting fucking 18 months is kabuki's just walking around with their goddamn heads got off wondering where they're uh, uh i've got are. four kabuki wrenches and four bags of bolts <laughs> they so, just kept sending me kept sending me bolts <laughs> chip, bolt. <laughs> chip uh chip has no extra bolts though not none none Yes, none. So I had two products I wanted to call out that I would like to add to my gym by the end of the year. Uh, the first is two and a half pound USA Olympic change plates from Rogue. Um, and I don't care that they're going to come out to be $12 a pound. Um, it's over a year now since the tens and the fives were released. And we've been waiting for the two and a halfs to be released. So if Rogue, if you're listening, Please release the two and a half. It's a lifelong dream of mine to have a full matching set. So I will not give in and order the strength code two and a half just to get two and a half pound change plates. Send me your address. No, waiting it out. It's a little frustrating, but I'm going to keep riding it out. Um, but I really would like to hopefully by the end of the year add a, a set of custom spotter arms from Surplus Strength. Um, I kind of talked with Jason a little bit. Uh, we haven't gotten into the details yet, but I've got an idea for how I want to kind of customize them for my needs. So I'm hoping to get those at least ordered by the end of the year. What are your what needs do, specifically? Yeah, I was going to say, what do custom? Yeah, so what, that look like? what I'm looking for, first off, is um, think about the Oak Club, how they only take up a couple of holes on the upright. Mm -hmm. uh, second thing is I only want them about 20, maybe 21 inches tops um, extended from the upright so that I can actually put them facing in towards each other on opposite uprights and then use them for dip handles, put in utility uh, posts. Yeah. Um, so those are the two. Because he, he's got the RM5, not the six, right? That's correct. Yeah, so you need a shorter one. Well, the 24 inch ones work on the 30 inch depth. Um, I've seen that. Uh, but again, I, for me, it's like, you know, if I'm gonna spend four or $500 on spotter arms for, you know, just for circuit training, that's a pretty big investment. So I wanna be able to utilize them for multiple different things. Um, also, if I go through surplus strength, he can get the same powder coat to match my UPS high and low. So I just think that would look cool because aesthetics don't matter, but that's kind of what I'm looking for. So 
Uh, and for 20 inches deep, um, it's plenty for just for pressing work. Um, I wouldn't use them for squatting. Um, on my old T2, I had 12 inch spider arms that I got from Amazon. That was plenty deep for just doing, you know, chest pressing because you're not bringing the bar out very far from the upright. So, you know, you could just get those chrome two and a halfs and like eco them. No, no, not doing it. Not e- doing it. I, it's, it I'm all based on principle at this point. It's a principle of the <laughs> thing. <laughs> if, if Brandon doesn't have them, I don't think anybody's getting them. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty I, sure. I was going to say that I'm pretty sure that Rogue's uh, monster spotter arms are like 350 delivered or more because I, I, I got a, uh, a Rogue Monster SM1. Yeah, I got a Rogue Monster SM1 for 300 local without spotter arms, and I spent $100 more for the fucking spotter arms. So I'm into it 700 but it's an $1,100 wreck, so it's still a good deal. But I literally spent more for two pieces, two, up, two spotter arms, than I did, you know – two uprights and three cross, you know, three bottom pieces. So I was kind of blown away by that, but it is what it is. I don't like those butter arms, actually, like the rogue monster ones. Those are one of my leaks because they're so freaking big. Man. Well, that's, that's, well, they're heavy things. too. They're so heavy. Where, I've yeah, they're... My, where I've got my, uh, my makeshift roller pads with the uh, band pegs. Looking, looking right but, at it. Yep. To hold my knees down <laughs> for, for lap pull downs. I would like to be able to place the spotter arms at, at the height I need for bench without having to move that one roller pad and band peg every time. That would be the goal. If it doesn't happen, it doesn't happen, but that would be ideal. And that's where that Oak Club style of only taking up, what do they take? Oak Club takes up two. two yeah, I think rogues, rogues take up four, don't they? Uh, it's hey, easily. It's like, at least three, if, if not four. I'm, look, I'm looking at it right now. It looks like four. It's yeah, got to be. It's a lot. So. He and Alex said we hadn't talked about specifics, but he said he could definitely, you know, work with me to try to meet the need. So, Jason, it's almost talk. six. Sorry, it really? I thought it was. I yeah. thought it was. I thought it was a lot. Yeah, it's close to a foot. I think you just invented something, man. I might have to get those too because I, I bench on the front of mine to do multiple stations, and yeah, I do have to do that. I'll have to pull the pin out, move the thing down. Yep. So, I mean, I would buy them. Yeah, that's a good, good idea. I was just looking at mine and thinking the same thing. Yeah. yeah. I just realized how many, how much space the thing takes up. Dang. It's five. It I might be drunk, it's, but I'm pretty five. sure it's five. Mine's five. Mine's five. Yeah. Five. And the, Oak, the Oak clubs are nice, but they're 30 inches. Um, and that's, and that's because they're designed for benching and squatting. And I don't need anything that deep. So you don't have a matter. Like, you don't have a matador now then? No for, the, no, for all the aesthetic athletic shit that you always do with that right. shirt on, you don't own a matador. That blows me away. No, I've been doing dips uh, with uh, utility pins and the bench prop. I gotcha. It works. It does yeah, work. no. Okay. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. Because it can, you can you can adjust the width too. So Correct. is it just that the that the, that the 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 pins aren't long enough for you to feel comfortable on them, or no, the pins you just want something the you just want something fine. like knurled or a little bit better. No, the pins are fine, and I, and I probably will still use the pins. Um, again, okay. for me, it's taking the spotter arms and being able to use them for something else as well. You want something you can use for like four different things. Multi-purpose, hundred percent. Makes sense. Makes sense. It's a good idea. Brilliant. I love our round tables. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, everyone's starting to loosen up, and it's really just getting good. Yeah, well, we're, we're down get, to that. We're down to our last now. question. Two more hours. <laughs> well, if you think of a good one, let me know. But um, let's go to the last one we have here on the list, at least. Uh, so we've, if you 
follow along in this community, just basically in our community, it's pretty clear who the top sellers are. It's definitely Rogue, Rep, and Titan. So I'd be curious to hear who you guys think, and it may be nobody, but if you had to answer, who would be the biggest threat to Rogue, Rep, or Titan within the next five years? Nobody. The word, it, I think the, the key word in that question that made me give such a, like a, a strong answer is because use the word threat. Nobody's a threat to them in any capacity as far as like, this is a free market. We're in capitalism, you know, nobody's a threat. Nobody's going to take out Rogue. Uh, Rep and Titan, they're very secure in their spot as far as like where they fit in our community for like their price points and, and, and the stuff they're putting out. Nobody's a threat. If we rephrase the question to, you know, like who do we think is going to start giving them a little more of a run for their money maybe, or start like picking up, I, I you know, there are possible answers there that I might give. You know, I think Bells of Steel, I think they're, I think once their advertising gets better and people start realizing how good their stuff is and for the price point, like I think they're going to pick up a lot. I don't think anybody's an actual threat to, to any of those though. Yeah, I 100% agree. That's kind of what I was thinking. And like, I mean, it takes a long time for a company to come up with, you know, manufacturing and prototyping and distribution. Five years, I don't think is long enough to really do that. So what I was thinking is, you know, not really one specific company, but there's a lot of these smaller companies kind of pick and take some of the products and some of the market from, the bigger company, but not one company in general. You know, you've got you know, like, say like Fino X and the Bully Fab and Stray Dog and all these other ones, they'll take a little chunk of it, but not enough to put a dent. You know, there's nothing that can put a dent in it probably. So I, I think that um, kind of like, like they're saying here, I don't think there's going to be any single or any group of companies that are going to come in and, 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 you know, threaten, the market share that those companies hold. I think Titan has a really diverse, anyway, I think we can all attest Titan's diverse portfolio, right? They do like trailer homes and shit or whatever uh, outside of just, you know, and they have their own manufacturing plants and all that stuff. I mean, they're, they're pretty well diverse. So even like a, the, the decline that, that the home gym space market might see, they're going to be able to, to, to have that staying power from some other, market segment that they're a part of um, similar to rogue i mean rogue has in this they have absorbed other company you know, other smaller companies or manufacturing therefore they're also now making beefy fucking bicycles right which is weird but um they're making bicycles and um, kind of diversifying there and they're picking up stuff in the powerlifting community and the strongman community and stuff. And so they're kind of a little bit more, I mean, they're not just like a, a home gym company. If anything, if there was a threat to any of those three, I would think maybe it would be rep and I don't know anything about their management or anything like that, but it wouldn't be another company coming in and knocking them out or anything. It would be them growing too big, too fast and not being able to, to pivot whenever the market declines and then, you know, having all this overhead and money and cost invested in something like the rep uh, Aries or the Athena or whatever. And like right now they're on this huge high. And then, you know, it, I could see the market trending to a position where they're not able to keep up with their own selves at that point. But I don't know anything about how and that's just me answering this question on a couple of beers. <laughs> I'll, 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 I'm sorry. I'll counter all that and say that, 
dude, people are really cheap. So like Amazon and Walmart, I think I know we've talked about that in the past that Amazon and Wal- Amazon slash Walmart, something like that. They can just anybody that can sell plates and dumbbells for a dollar a pound delivered is going to eat up a big market just because people are people starting out gyms. They don't they can't grasp that they need to pay up to two grand for a rack. They're just like, oh, I'll pay $400 and get this piece of shit off Amazon. And not even, I mean, you can get something for like two or 300 bucks. So I honestly think like the cheapest piece of shit you can find is going to, you know, continue to have their share of the market. Uh, Is it going to, are we ever going to buy from them? No. Are people getting into home gyms five years from now that are finally fed up with Planet Fitness? Maybe, you know, they're going to spend a thousand dollars. Like, like, like it's competitive enough out there on the really cheap shit that you can get enough weight and really cheap equipment to do decent stuff in a gym for under a couple grand. So I, I really think that the, 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 the very extre- extreme budget, most out of calibration plates from China are going to be what is going to continue to either stay the same or, or grow over the years. Uh, that doesn't really affect us who want high quality shit, but that market is going to be there. And if anything, like, like, I don't know, anyone I tell you, talk to about home gyms, isn't looking for nice equipment. They're looking for the cheapest shit they can find because they're looking to spend 500 to a thousand dollars and have an entire home gym. And they don't understand that they're not going to get anything really of good quality for that, but they could still buy something for that. Yeah. It sounds like you, but see, I think about that though. I mean, I think you 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 cut out. I'm 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 yeah. I missed your witty uh, comment there. Uh, I, your daddy. I said it sounds like <laughs> sounds like you need better friends. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you think about though. I'm, you guys are my friends. I think we talked about this on the last one. I think we talked about this on the last one. A lot of us started with the bare bones, cheapest rack that we could get, cheapest plates that we could get, and all of a sudden recognized the potential of having a home gym. And all of a sudden, and within the next two to six years, you're upgrading. Right? It became a hobby. You're putting more money into it than your car. Um, you know, it's, it's evolved into, to, you know, this passion that you have and not saying that, you know, there's going to be a lot of people that are taking that passion, you know, to the next level like we have, but I don't think, I don't think you're going to have enough people jumping into it, buying that cheap rack on Amazon, putting all their money into Amazon to threaten a company like Rogue Rep or Titan. I kind of look at this from a different standpoint. I, I also agree that nobody is going to be a threat. I think they're going to continue to be each other's threats uh, the same way that they have been uh, because the big appeal to all these smart companies that are coming out with, you know, just new unique items, you know, circle strength is a big one that I'm a fan of um, vendetta strength, you know, their brackets are in my opinion, really cool. Straight dog's got some cool stuff, um, but these smaller companies that are coming out and I, I lump straight dog into that. Even though I know they do a lot of stuff on the like collegiate professional sites. They are, a little bit bigger than those other ones, but they're not in the home gym community. They're still kind of a small company. Most of those companies are going to continue to do what they're doing because they're taking the quality over quantity approach. What's important to them is giving the customer a quality piece of equipment. I can second that though, because I have the Vendetta brackets and they are incredible. <laughs> so I... So I'm like an hour from Buffalo. Does anyone have anything from the Buffalo bully fab guy? Like, is it anything worth looking at? Uh, I know uh, it's a bunch of custom shit that's like for, for articulating, you know, cable shit. What, what, what's I've been eyeing anything that from glider. Buffalo. I don't have any of the stuff, but I'm going to eye in that glider. Cause I mean, you guys know I did the weight stack, but I've been thinking about getting the glider for the other side. 
So then I'd have a system on both sides. It looks nice, man. I had the same fucking idea. This is the one, one of the few ideas I've had over the last few years. And then right after I had the idea and I started talking to some, uh, a buddy of mine in manufacturing about some kind of like system like that. That's when like, now there's like three or four people making the same kind of thing, but uh, it looks really nice. I know, I know a couple guys who ordered off that first run, but I don't have anything personal. I've got a buddy that, Two off of that first run, loves them, man. Absolutely yeah. love them. He sends me stuff. He's like, look, I'm like a, I use them for like shrugs on it. You know what I mean? He's like, like it's like a Smith machine dumbbell shrug, or he'll use them for like a, you know, like a Smith style uh, dumbbell press. He, he just loosens up the, the collar or sleeve, whatever, and then uh, slides it over. Back. Just real quick, I was just going to say the last piece of that is I don't think that these companies that are coming out with this, like, in my opinion, this cool, unique, innovative ideas. I don't think they're trying to compete with road rep or Titan. Like that's, they're not trying to get into that space. Um, that's not their goal. Um, and I think that at this point, anybody that's trying to get into that space and make that their goal, they're not going to do it in five years. Like the other guys have said. So I think do we all like, agree that bells of steel is a, a, a distant number four. Like, is there anyone else that's number four in that group? Well, that's what I was going to say off y'all with the Amazon and the chip saying, are, nobody's really going to pass road and, you're saying people are the cheapest, looking for the cheapest item or to get, at least to get started. That's where I like where they came out with their Hydro mm -hmm. Series rack. But what they need to do is make that a one-inch hole, three-by-three, one-inch hole, and go from where you can go from a basic squat stand all the way to you build out your six-post rack or beyond. If you want to do it that way, then I think they have a chance to not pass road, but get in that in the middle in there, you know, second, third position, jump more of the other brands. If yeah. they had something like that, because they already have some innovative products like the they come out with roller J-cups standard on their bracks and stuff like that. I mean, they're not the best quality. They're not like – they're definitely not ghosts and things like that. But they, it's an option You just to – you know, when you select your rack, you can select roller J-cup or sandwich J-cup as part of the rack. And you can do that all the way through. I think if they it's have – It's not one inch. Old, what, 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 what is it? Five-eighths? Five-eighths. It's five-eighths. Five three-by-three, okay. five-eighths. Yeah, unfortunately. It's their new one. But they're, they're all – all the parts are pretty much, you know, you can be added on. So it, you could take it from a – Two post squat stand and make yeah, it a yeah. six post and still like the road Gluck's, and everything else. I think I think Gluck had a video about that. They, but they need to yeah they need to make it a one post. I mean a one. It's inch. actually a brilliant strategy because if if you again take the the thought process of I want to get in as cheap as possible and then I want to build from there, um, you know getting in for a couple hundred bucks with a squat stand and then adding on to what you've got versus having to sell it, flip it, and then buy something new. Yeah, because then you would have to sell your Monster Light. You could just <laughs> – go ahead, Jason. Yeah, yeah tell me. Ahead, but, um, but they are making that in a one-inch. They just came out – they're doing the five-eighths five inch first, and they're coming out with a one-inch later because they're going to make all the stuff more premium, which is another reason why you, why you should buy the fucking Monster because everybody thinks that the five-eighths is the goddamn poor man's shit and that they, can't, they don't like UHMW or whatever. You know what I mean? I don't know what that's about, but that's, I mean, that was Chip and I had like a side convo a week or so ago when, um, with the Bells of Stealth and that's why I know that they're doing it in a one inch. Cause we were like, what does that even mean? Like the, well, I don't even remember the word he used. Was it more, did he say more premium or more high end or upscale or something like that is what they plan to do with their one inch stuff. So if you're on the fence about five eighths or one inch, I'm telling you, you should just go ahead and buy the fucking monster. I really need to buy a 1.5 inch socket and, you know, uh, 
a, a half inch ratchet that'll drive it because using rogues two fucking box in <laughs> wrenches took me hey, took me three hours with my goddamn rack together i've got one i'll mail it to you i bought it because i had every intention of um of fucking buying the monster like i bought that and i bought some uh 43 inch oh you bought the wrench before you bought the rack yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> and so i can build it the day that it delivers is everybody else's one inch like a different size socket though? Like like Rogue's one inch shit is one point five. What is Prime and what? Yeah, because yeah. what um, is Rep fifty? What, what's what's the Rep five thousand? Is that one? Is it's that smaller. One it's, it's smaller. Okay, yeah, so it's, it's a little bit so, smaller. So, so Rogue has though, right. The, so it's whatever Rogue's the metric one is, right? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So the washers are smaller. The bolts are smaller. I mean, yeah. it still goes in a in a one inch hole, but they're a little bit smaller. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. it goes in a twenty five millimeter hole, so. Um, I'll take you up on that if you want to send it. <laughs> I'll pay shipping. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I'm, I'll send it to you because, I mean, whatever. Um, yeah. You're going to buy a Rogue Monster the day after you send it to me. <laughs> but no, uh, I'm does a thing where it's like it's one inch holes on the uprights, but they build it with like, I don't know, five eighths or half inch bolts, like where it's all put together and stuff like that. That way so, strength does that too. It's supposed to be big, big ass washers and just little head bolts. No, the one inch holes are just on the uprights. It's it's not like a four. It just has upright. It's basically think of like a like oh, a, where they where the where the cross members connect, it's not one inch hardware. Right. Yeah, it's like half. Gotcha. It. Gotcha. Which gotcha. makes sense, right? I mean to it's it, it would be like probably what they do, like if you went and bought like a fitness reality rack. And that's what I'm having a hard time with whenever I look at that. I'm like, it's not right. Doesn't have a bolt this big. But no, because like William Strength does that for theirs and they build elite FTS's racks as well. And they do one inch holes yeah. in the uprights and five eighths hardware yeah. to hold the rack together. So, so I mean, they, it's, it's a quality way to do it. It keeps the cost down. Rogue, Rogue did that with this, um, this low row platform that I'm, that I'm using to talk about that again, like the jailhouse pose. If you guys like to hear about it, I'll tell you. <laughs> um, it used five eighths bolts with one inch holes all throughout. So, you know, yeah, it's just it's a it's like Chip said, it's a way to keep the cost down and still substantial enough to, to hold it. But um, yeah, some of them I, I know uh, Vulcan uses like those big ass Allen bolts. And uh, is it Irwin Fitness? you can upgrade to like those big ass one inch Allen bolts also, which is pretty cool, but you probably get on Amazon and order that. And you should do that before you get the rack, but you should decide 100% that uh, you're going to buy that rack before ordering these parts for it. But, <laughs> it's cool. Um, what was, what was the question? <laughs> Who's going to overtake rogue? Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. Yeah. Or fitness yeah. maybe. No, I don't think so, man. Not, maybe up, maybe in Canada. I mean, Canada. In Canada. Canada's answer. I mean, you know what I mean. Like they, Rogue is like it is the best, and they just don't stuff that we have. I've got a buddy that lives in Canada, uh, or um, Keith and I have a mutual buddy in Canada. Greg. Yeah, uh, yeah, and uh, and yeah, that Irwin thing was. I mean, Irwin, and, and I mean, I don't even think Canadians buy from Oak Club. Man. <laughs> I don't know who. Uh, <laughs> You know, Brandon does. Well, it's premium, yeah. I, you know, I've got a my buddy that has the the like lighters. He's got the Oak Club arms, and I mean they're nice stuff. They're cool, but they don't like. I mean, I know he has a rogue rack, whatever, but they don't fit. Like they're they're loose and sloppy. I would be pissed, man, if I 
seven hundred dollars or whatever for for uh, spotter arms, and they're as sloppy as those were. So, just, so what were they? Were they made for? I mean, they're made for a three by three one inch. And he had like emailed them, and he was like, maybe can you send me some different UHMW or something? I'm like, yeah, we can. And they were charging like seventy or eighty bucks or something like that for the UHMW, and then they were like, can't guarantee it'll be any different, but the UHMW will come in different thicknesses. Uh, well, well, let me ask you a question. What kind of rack does he have? Uh, he has the Rogue Monster. So here's what, I can, here's what I'll tell you from a personal experience. I had the Go Strong Roller Jacobs, and what yeah. I found is even three-by-three three American – did we talk about this in the last one? The, no. the, the uprights are not uniform all well, the way yeah. down on, yeah. like, on my road rack. Yeah, um, tolerance on a, on a, on a – Square metal tubing is is pretty relaxed, right? Um, right. But, but yeah, I mean they're just sloppy as fuck. So I had to take the, I, well, that's what I have with my rollers. I had to take the UHMW off, put a few strips of painter's tape. Is actually what I used, bolted yeah. it back together. Um, and now for where I was oh, shim, yeah, exactly. And so it's a little bit snug on one of the uprights, where I kind of have to fight it a little bit. But it's you know it's not messing the rack with the UHMW, but. I can literally move it around from different spots to different uprights and it fits differently. Yeah. So that's probably what he's running into there. It's possible. Possible. But yeah. Yeah. That's how mine, I've got two sets of the ghost rollers and they'll fit. Some of them fit or one of them fits better than the other. But, um, but I mean, yeah, no, I understand that tolerance on, on the steel tubing is, is uh, not that great, but um, you know, so you're maybe, just straight up not benching and squatting like indefinitely until you get a rack, which might be a month or two. Um, or are you yeah. like are you like power cleaning shit up and like Steinborn squatting? I don't know if I don't know if you guys know. I have a bunch of uh, equipment in my gym. I've got um, the only thing I can't do is a barbell bench from a J cup or a barbell back squat from a J cup. But I've got a. I mean, I have a like a selectorized leg extension, leg curl thing. I've got a leg press. I've got a GHD, full GHD mounted to my wall. I've got five through a hundred pounds in, um, in dumbbells. I've got kettlebells that still have the fucking price tag on them. Uh, Who's your have, leg curl by? Uh, it's, it's actually like an Alibaba special. Um, it's a, <laughs> a knockoff of a gym. Plate loaded. No, it's uh no, it's got a weight stack. Oh, nice. It's probably nice. Like one, like, like one fifty, two hundred. Um. Yeah. Probably something two, something two hundred, two twenty. Or it's it's in kilograms. It's got to be at least two hundred, right? Yeah. Um. It's actually pretty nice, man. It's a you just it's a combo thing. So you just lay the seat down and and go to town on it. It's pretty cool. Um. So a a a, a lying hamstring curl and then a seat that goes up for like extension. Yeah. 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 yeah it's pretty cool. Your pictures of it. Um. And uh. And then like I said, I've got the leg press. So, um, and kettlebells and stuff, and I've got a trap bar. I can, and I can do some legs. I just get a back squat unless I want to fucking power clean it up, which is, man, you know, I was thinking about it and I was like, I survived the fucking pandy without anything. You know what I mean? Like I can, I can survive six to eight weeks for a, you know what I mean? So I've got deadlift bars. I got, I mean, in at Kabuki nickel. You know, it's fucking beautiful, Keith. And uh, <laughs> I fucking hate you. Side note: I know, I know Jake's so mad at me. Uh, so there's a uh, there's a a rogue 
plate loaded belt squat for fifteen hundred. Like, what are those? Is that like a, a used fifteen hundred dollar plate loaded? Well, they're all uh, uh, sorry, a freestanding. So like, not a rack mount. Is that like what are the don't those go for like two twenty five or something? Or they think it's like an hour away. I have no clue if it's even worth contemplating. But if it's only a couple hundred dollars off, it's not worth it at all. It's fifteen hundred. Yeah, so, a, a rogue freestanding plate loaded belt squat. The Rhino. The yes. Rhino. Yeah, 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 yeah. The, yeah. the Rhino. That's a great price. Yeah, that's a good yeah, price. That's not bad. It's, then, it, then, it, then it's probably gone. I saw it a couple of days ago, and I, I saved it, but I never circled back to it. Yeah, because you can buy the the cross members of hardware to make it rack mounted if you wanted to. So you can no, hard, like a drop. So. In. I I love my new RM3. That it sticks out farther from the wall than my Titan T2 did, and it's uh there's no like bottom there, there's no floor mounted cross members. So people because like I have people over, so when we actually want to do a, a a back squat or a a a, uh, a lift off on bench, it's super easy to to actually walk behind the rack now and uh, lift off. With the exception of there's a huge fucking like four inch goddamn water clean out pipe that I put a, a, a the no wine a, the no wine teller sticker on, but you really can't see it from here. So I probably should paint that bastard orange. But uh, other than that, having the uh, that's why having a a a, a plate loaded uh, or a uh, a rack mounted secondary plate uh, pull down doesn't do me any good because like I, I I wanted a rack that's universally. Uh, beneficial to having multiple lifters when having back squats and shit. So it didn't really, uh, having a belt, having a rack mounted belt squat doesn't really do me any favors because then I would lose the whole ability of having a back spotter or a, a, a lift off on the secondary bench. Sorry. I'm, I'm uh, a little bit tipsy. I like that. You have, uh, have <laughs> that was one of my complaints with, with my setup with, you know, I have to, I have to like fucking climb through here and sometimes that was a pain in the ass. That's one of the things that I've thought about with that. I was like, you know, that's kind of a bonus. I wouldn't have that shit to step over and you know what I mean? And I don't have to worry about trying to like deadlift inside the rack or am I going to go out there and that kind of stuff. So, um, is that a wall mounted plate tree? Do I? Yeah. Is that a, okay. So, yeah. so you, so you don't need to store your plates on a, so there's no reason for you to have a six post because you're never going to store your plates on. So you only need a 30 inch rack basically. Well, I, I, now I 42, I guess if no, you wanted to be have, bougie. I want to have something that, no, I mean, I would be great with a 30. Like I was, but I, I want to have something that I can put something like a functional trainer. Like I had the two, I used to have two slingers with the, and I still have the swivel pulleys because you can't buy those anymore. And the guy didn't want to pay me what I felt like I could sell them to someone else for. I want, I still, I want that. That's what the six post is for. I didn't, I didn't store weight on that. I put the weight stacks inside the 24 inch section. Which is what I couldn't get around. I was like, maybe I could get. I thought. I thought maybe I'll get like two thirty-inch racks. I'll put a, a fucking rhino inside one of them. And I'll put weight stacks on the side of it, and then a thirty-inch that I can lift inside. I'm like, this is just stupid, man. I'm just trying to like force this this you know squat rack thing, power rack in my life that may not even be necessary, really. So if you guys had a reverse hyper and you wanted to replace it with something else equivalent size what would be your like, like, what would you replace it with? Cause I've had a reverse hyper for a few, a few years. I use it once a week at best. I've the one thing I would love to replace it with is a hammer strength plate loaded low uh, ISO row, but it's like, it's, it's bigger than that. And I also can't find one for less than like three grand. What would you re- like, would it, would a cable, would a, uh, a, a functional, tr- like a small functional cross uh, functional trainer be better than a reverse hyper if it, I already have a, a, a plate loaded high, low lat pull down, 
does a, is, is a cable crossover like what are you gaining from a cable crossover just the ability to do fucking literally chess flies like flies there you go that's a word um it's a power lifter yeah it depends oh i don't know that i mean if you're if your goal is powerlifting, I don't know that there's a lot of benefit for you. And if you've already got a low row, high pulley, I don't know yeah. that there would be benefit for you from a functional trainer. I mean, it, to me, that's almost like you're going to be the equivalent of you going to a hotel gym. You know what I mean? I guess that depends on if you've got buddies and stuff that like to do accessory work. That's, that's what I true. think that for. But you can do a lot of and the accessories that you're probably doing to strengthen your your um deadlift and stuff you can do a lot of that stuff with your high you know all you really need is a high and low most i mean you know unless it's like the only benefit that you might see is like i could say for my high pulley where it was there were a lot of times where i'm like adjusting myself to where the pulley was so that it feels right you know what i mean whereas with a functional trainer you can put the pulley at a height where you can put your body in a position that feels better for, for finding like the right, the sweet spot for hitting the muscles and stuff that you're, that you're trying to hit with a little bit less body contortion type stuff, or like, you know, you don't have to like stand on something and that kind of stuff. Um, so it might be a little bit of a convenience, but ultimately I don't, I don't know that, that uh, like a, a little um, functional trainer or something I would expect to see in a, even worked into like a, a powerlifting uh, program or anything like that. Can we agree that a lat pull down without a low row is one of the dumbest fucking things ever made? And like, if someone has that in their gym, it's the biggest waste of space ever because without the low pulley, you're taking up literally a stall mat as you know, a right. throwback to the last podcast, you yeah. know, worth of space to not have a low pulley. Like unless, uh, unless you're being cheap. We, we I got see, the yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. That yeah. doesn't take up the space, though. Yeah. yeah it's all about footprint. Yeah. That's, but I see. Yeah, I, I, I move I, around too. I see those all the time. For like, someone wants a commercial lat pull down for five hundred dollars and doesn't have a fucking low pulley. It's like, what's the that? That's literally useless to me. Yeah, I would. I would definitely rig one up. Well, if you're thinking bell squat, what is? I mean, you can't do like squat max because you're in the basement, so you'd be hitting the ceiling or whatever. But what about something like the bells of steel? Uh, belt squat. I, I saw one the other day at a guy's house. I went over and picked up some uh, wagon wheels. He sold me two wagon wheels, like brand new, for like one fifty. Yeah, and he had he had cheap. the belts. He had yeah. They, I mean, they're like I mean, they just look like they came they're like four hundred dollars delivered, aren't they? Yeah, he had them sitting on his rack. He's like, yeah, they're just in my way. And I was like, is that the bells of steel? He's like, yeah, you want to try it out? Go ahead. I mean, it's it's solid. It's it's not like one of their like commercial racks or anything. It's okay. it's heavier steel. Uh, I think he had like the spud dip belt or the spud belt squat belt. And I mean, it was, it was really nice. So I don't know what the price of that is. I didn't, I haven't looked into it, but I mean that it seems like a solid piece that should be I'm lower this is like, than a, like a, like a freestanding articulating arm. You would mount. Super yeah. It's like a lever. Just, uh, there's plate posts in the back. They're like the, they're like the winning, like the yeah. Matt winning ones. Yeah. Did the, you know Matt winning is a too. world record holder? <laughs> I, I, like, like I'm not 30 sure of them. that. <laughs> yeah. I was just making a joke about Matt winning, always telling you that he's a world record holder. But it, if, it, if it didn't go over the first time, it's not going to be funny the second time. Sorry. Well, fucking, fucking dead air. Okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <on>. <laughs> Cut this guy off. I'm like really partial to the Rogue Rhino cable style belt squat myself. They, um, I, the lever ones are, are nice, but I, 
if I were spending the money, unless it was just a huge discrepancy in cost, that belt or that cable style, it lends itself to more versatility if you're into that. Um, but ultimately, I just like the the feel of it better. Like you could really get right over the top of it and 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 find that sweet spot where it, you know, it doesn't pull, it doesn't feel like your knees are grinding into the into the kneecaps or anything like that. And um, it, it's just to me that that's the the style that I like. So. If you've got one of those for fifteen hundred bucks near your house, you know, I'd jump all over that thing if I had the room for it. Yeah, well, I mean, if I you ever sold that to... Titan uh, chest fly, you might have for a fork. <laughs> I sold it for a hundred fucking dollars. I did. <laughs> <laughs> you probably paid five hundred for it, you dipshit. I, That's I, awesome. I was. That's I, hysterical. It was. I, I was. I am. I have minimal tightened. My, I didn't. I can't quite detighten because I will say they have the best solution for um for the like that's what the wall mounted uh plate holder things that are those like those 60 are, bucks too aren't they? those are super cheap they were like 40 when i bought them i got them like wow. right before the pandemic um and i and i went on amazon and i bought a, a mommy peg that's the name brand is mommy uh and i drilled a hole and put another one so i got five plates on them and yeah those are the best like wall mounted plate solution uh what are you using then, for the fifth peg I bought the mommy. Oh, what do, what do I have on it? Tins? You said you, it came with four pegs and you drilled a hole for the fifth peg. What did you use for the actual plate post for the fifth hole or for the, uh, for the flip, the fifth plate storage post? It's a, it's a, it's a plate storage post uh, that I bought. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, those are you. Oh, mommy. So there's a, mm-hmm. yeah, on, there's some brand called mommy. M-A-U-M-I. Oh, not M-O-M-M-Y. Yeah. Uh, Mummy. It's probably pronounced something else, but I like Mommy, and I'm going with Mommy. And anyway, it's like they got an inch. It's like a single. It's like the Charlie Foxtrot Tango style, but without support that guy. And so um, I just drilled a hole in the upright thing and attached that thing. And then I'm kind of a little bit anal retentive. And so on the side of them, I, I also wanted to like cut my, my legs off on ordering more plates that I don't need. And so I just gave myself like two inches at the end. Like I, I put the fives and the tens and stuff up there and then I cut the plates off. So they're like a little bit more flush and they look nicer from the side. This is like the, like when um, Maddie was talking earlier about a little bit of aesthetics, I kind of laughed because I was like, yeah, I've been out here like with a fucking, fine paintbrush like fixing the the area where i cut it you know and actually not not really that but but some of the stuff that i've done out here i'm like it is a fucking project out here was it charlie well is it charlie foxtrot tango that maddie was talking about earlier when he said some people that are doing uh uh 3d printed stuff yeah that's 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 not working out because people are posting shit to the garage gym fucking uh facebook Ah. of just completely being destroyed and then getting go 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 fuck yourself emails back from them yeah i was actually go ahead go ahead you can see it when they post the, the busted shit. You're like, it is all hollow in there. Like the guy's not even using, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, eh, yeah. I don't know how much you cheap, you know, like, all right. Yeah, it was. Wait till you well, well, I, I don't know how much you guys know about 3d printing, but like, it's very obvious the infill, which how much you fill it in, like of the material, he's not doing it fully, <laughs> which was what you're talking about. It's like hollow inside. I was talking to the, the owner of Vendetta, uh, the Vendetta Brackets, because uh, he had posted like a survey on his story asking about 
how would people feel about 3D printed parts, but for like things like knobs and things that aren't bearing weight, you know, he, he's just getting feedback from people like, is that something that would bother you? Is it something that you're fine with? You know, should I put an educational material out? And I was talking to him about it and he was like, yeah, because I don't want to be like one of those guys that are just like putting out stuff and it's breaking and, you know, just basically telling you, well, you know, all sales are final, go fuck yourself. And I was like, yeah, I wonder <laughs> who that could be. And uh, Three guesses. He was like, yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, I just got a bunch of stuff uh, two weeks ago from that uh, Aperture Engineering guy. All the 3D printed stuff. That stuff's nice. I've had good results with that. The, uh, everything for my Monster Light and my Monster from Aperture Engineering has been money. We we kind of collaborated on some Titan T2 original Jacobs from like five years ago. So he sent me something that kind of sort of fit. And then racking a couple of 400-pound squats completely destroyed them. But I think he gave them to me at no cost as a as a sample. So I wasn't going to bitch about it. But other than, other than the really thin shit for the Titan T2, everything I've had for my Monster Light and Monster – I've had for two or three years. Uh, the color is great. You know, it adds some pop to your gym and it's, you know, I've, I beat the shit out of it and it's just, you know, smiling at me. It, there's been no quality uh, problems with aperture engineering. Well, I am the business card. <laughs> I got, I, I, I got one really awesome business card and then like there are two or three other orders, which is like a, either no business card or a paper one. But I got one that was literally a, a, a actual printed off, uh, you know, 3d printed card. It was fucking pretty sweet. That's cool. I don't have any 3D. Well, I when I think my first like eBay purchase for the gym thing was like uh, was a pair of 3D printed uh, little end cap things that were supposed to go like on the end of the Monster Light spotter arms, and um, they they suck. So I just I don't even I, don't, I didn't use them. I don't have, and I kind of just discounted all the 3D printing shit after that. You gotta have the right material. So like. Uh... The, the stuff that I, the material I used for like on my J cups is this, it's a rubber that they use in like for tires on spacecraft and shit. And um, it's, it's not any more expensive than like the normal kind of plastic material. Um, my, my buddy who's like, he's a pilot and like, he's a welder. He's, he's my buddy who helped me with like my, uh, my pulley system that we, that we built but he was the one who put me onto it. But this thing, like these things, like we made the cap covers for it. The, the, I've got like infilled, I'll post a picture of them later of like custom, like there's a design on them and stuff. But like these things are so tough. Like I, I, I you drop hundreds of pounds on these things and they have not dented at all. And they're completely 3d printed. It's so I was saying earlier, I think there's a lot of, a lot that, that could potentially like could be done in the future in the fitness community with that stuff, but they got to get the right materials involved. Yeah. Yeah. And, and get it out of the hip shits that are willing to say 60, 40. Yeah. Yes. I got some of the habit. I got some of the aperture engineering stuff on my spotter arms, uh, the rogue spotter arms. And then I had, when I had the Titan roller cups, I had the aperture engineering on there too. They held up really well. Another guy that does some stuff similar to that is a uh, koala barbell. I think he's uh he's friends with Kurt Locker. Uh, he makes some cool stuff. We're working on something right now for my uh, mutant metals uh, mono rollers. Uh, if they fit, I think he's gonna have those out later this week or in a few weeks. Uh, we're testing them out right now to make sure they fit properly and the things are right. But also on the mutant metals, 
he has these, they're like uh, some type of heavy plastic and they're magnetic. So that's what goes in the back of the pin. If you, if you guys can see it, uh, it goes in the back there. It's not a, uh, it's not a metal pin, but it's magnetic and it'll, it goes right on there, but it's not load bearing because there is a steel pin that holds it on. And this just keeps it from swaying back and forth, but something like that. I know me and Chip have talked about it before about doing something like that for surplus strength where you, you can easily move it, snap in and out because it wouldn't be load bearing. The load bearing would be on the cross member and the cross channel that's on there. So something like that you could use to, to move stuff in and out quickly, but that's one that Mutant Metals is making and it seems to be pretty solid so far. Yeah, there's also that uh, is, uh, average dad fitness. He's been doing like the 3D printed cockpole, the skull cockpole thing. Yep. That, that's that was pretty, pretty neat. I think I'd probably get one of those, even though I don't think I'm strong enough where I really need chalk. What was it? What was it for? It's a 3D printed chalk bowl, and it's so skull shaped. Oh, cool. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I have, a, I have like a, I bought this skull on Etsy. I, I sometimes I just, you know, you see something, you're like, oh, that's cool. Fuck, I'm going to buy that. <laughs> <laughs> it looks like, it's like, like kind of hidden over there, but I was like, I was just uh, earlier whenever you know there was that like 47 minutes i think it was jake that we were just sitting here waiting on you like staring at her <laughs> that prime rack i've got to take that fucking skull out of here because like that there's you know there's any like with the ross tails like, i don't think that this is gonna i'm trying to make it think look, make it look less like a george jetson fucking home gym you know but um yeah i don't know the i He's already been born. If you look at his Wikipedia page, he's already I, been born. I think he was born this year. Yeah. Who? Oh, George, George Jetson. Jets, George Jetson was born sometime in 2022 or 2021, I believe. So completely random and irrelevant. I, but I take your word for that, Rain Man. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Who's on second? Fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we should talk about that uh, garage gym con, right? Yeah, yeah. guys. Uh, Tickets My wife has been tomorrow. giving me shit about that. Yeah, tomorrow. Awesome. Tomorrow. She's been telling me we need to buy uh, tickets for the last like two weeks, and I'm like, well, let me actually make sure there's people showing up before I spend three thousand dollars on tickets and everything. So uh, that's awesome. Good to know. We'll keep an eye out. Yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Tomorrow. So we're recording the twelfth. It's actually on the website right now. If you check it, check it out. I need to build out the page a little bit more, but yeah, it's uh, ready to go. What do you guys want to know? There's rooms and tickets available at the same time for one price. Also, like vendor. Like, so the, the, the first question was to get my wife off my back because she wants to know like what she can buy and how she can order it and we can like set in stone our 2023 calendar. Uh, I want to know who's going to be there, what they're bringing, et cetera. We'll use, there's, everyone keeps talking about heavy lifting. Is there going to be some, like, uh, some, some, some exhibitions of feats of strength? Who's bringing their actual barbells or who's just there handing out business cards? Right, so... So yeah, to start off, I, I will say like the, we're going to, there will be a hundred percent guaranteed refund within, I think I'm going to say 30 days of the event, just because it gives, should give you everybody enough time to really figure out if they can make it or not Two, a lot of the like early registrants that people or the early ticket purchases allow us to go out and try and find a lot of really cool stuff like heavy lifters and this or that. There also will be discounts for room rates. Those aren't there on the website yet. So I'll make a note of that on the page. Room discounts will be coming. 
Um, there'll be options for people to, there's going to be four different options as, as far as like tickets. So number one, there will be a full package weekend. So it'll be Friday through Sunday. You have access to everything. And the big thing is you'll have um, access to hundreds of pieces of equipment that Friday evening before the expos open. Um, so you'll have access to the expos. Um, we'll definitely be doing like throughout the weekend live podcasts. You, you mentioned lifts or feats of strength. Definitely want to get some strong lifters. Have had a really strong response from a lot of companies. So I do think the vendor response is going to, I do think the vendors are going to show up. I, I have not like made official offers because still trying to figure out the space, but it seems like at least the like, you know, the ones really passionate about the community seem like they'll be there. Even if like there's not thousands and thousands and thousands of consumers, they just want to be there. Um, so, so yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of where it's at right now. A lot of it is more like just got to build it out these next six months. Um, but I think we can make something pretty dang cool. And I think everybody who comes is going to be like, right there with the community. Um, it's a, it's a really cool spot. It's kind of in the middle of nowhere, but if you're there, you're there, there's not much else to do outside of French lick the resort, but yeah, it should be, should be pretty cool. Everyone looks like they're going to fly into Louisville and it's like an hour and a half drive, I think, give or take Louisville or Indianapolis. Yeah. And then for a lot of people in the Midwest, it is uh, driving distance. So yeah, it was like 11 hours for me, I think. It's a bit much. Yep. Yeah, that's I, quite a bit. I saw, I think I I looked at lights. I can't remember if they were like 168 or 268, whatever it was. I was like, it's enough to not even, I'm not driving. There's, there is no doubt that for anybody, it's, especially if you have to fly, it's a commitment. It's just one of those things where it's like, oh, yeah. it, I understand there's probably not going to be massive amount of people just purchasing right away. They do have to like, really figure out the schedule and see who's coming and talk to their friends to see if they're coming. So it, I think it's just going to be something that trickles over the next six months. And, uh, you should, you should, I would say by the end of like this year, end of January, we should, I would say before the end of this year, hopefully we have like a pretty good understanding of specific people who are going to be there. Was there, yeah, I, I was there a limited number of tickets that you're making available? There will be, yeah. Like, I have no idea if it's going to just blow up, <laughs> but it's not going to be one of those things where there's several thousands or more people. It's going to be a, a smaller thing. Not smaller, but like, I mean, if it if, if we fill it up, it'll be relatively tight. But um, but yeah, it's it's not like the Arnold or any other like mainstream event for sure. Right. And it'll probably, it'll probably be a bunch of dudes like us in like their thirties and forties. So yeah. Would it be weird if I show up and you guys found out that I've just been a catfish this whole time? <laughs> like an actual catfish <laughs> who still doesn't have a rack. Yeah. <laughs> but then I, I hope so, but. You know, if I order it from Kabuki, there's a good fucking chance that I wouldn't have it. They don't <laughs> offer racks, do they? They did. They had a Kabuki collab. It was like 
twelve grand, and it was uh, basically an RM three or whatever. They've got one. Their, uh, what, I was just what? gonna say they've they've got one at Indy City Barbell. Just get Did the it? Columbia bar. It's all you need. <laughs> yeah, fucking nine different <laughs> movements of uselessness. It, so let's. It's ninety dollars to ship, right? eighty-five or something like that dollars to ship that barbell to me from them. Like I looked at it because I was my buddy Jose and I were. One of us is probably going to buy it because we think it's fucking hilarious. But uh, then we both kind of tapped out when we saw the shipping. I was like, you know what? I'll pay five hundred for the bar, but I'm not paying eighty dollars. <laughs> but it's the best budget bar for most people. <laughs> so, so I thought that bar was a joke when I when I thought it had like passive knurling and it was like an alternative. Like basically, like it was their Ohio bar. But when I realized it was like their actual Kabuki Power bar, but at twenty eight point five and no other differences. And still five hundred dollars. What the fuck is the point of saving two hundred dollars to get a bar that isn't powerlifting specs and is only twenty eight point five? Like, like I really don't get it. Like, it, I'd understand if it was a Ohio power bar, or sorry, an Ohio an Ohio comparable bar with passive knurling and no center knurling for for four or five hundred dollars. But it's literally at a power bar at twenty eight point five for isn't still four hundred shipped or four hundred plus shipping. I believe. It's like, what's the point? Texas power bar. Texas, yeah, well, yeah, Texas Power Bar is fucking stupid in their own rights. They they could have had more of a market if they figured out how to make a fucking twenty nine millimeter bar, but they they refused to get rid of their fucking nine inch goddamn uh, sleeve uh, collars. All right, what do you guys think about calling it? It's uh, we're cl- closing in on two hours. Jake's like, I'm done, but everybody's like, no more. Get, grab more beers. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely, definitely had too many beers tonight. I'm going to regret this tomorrow, but I had a great time, guys. As, as always, this is, I don't care. The other fucking roundtables, I really enjoy the the individuals, but together, they don't put a really great podcast. There's not a lot of banter. Like, I feel that we have, we all have that group chat. So we have fucking banter that goes back and, you know, sometimes that bites us in the ass. But for the most part, like, we we can all communicate a lot better. <laughs> Cut him off. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to come after you. Mute. I love you. <laughs> I talk right, shit guys. to all of them in their DMs anyway. All right, guys. That's going to do it. Yeah. All right. Enjoy it, guys. Thanks. Thanks for having us. Thanks.